Well, let's just start with something that is real, then. And the reality is, is that everything changes. But, but they don't, they just repeat. Well, uh, when you're looking at a very, very small part of the cycle, that sounds true. But the cycles just repeat. The thoughts are the same over and over and over again. All right. And you don't want to do anything about it. You'd rather just be defeated by them. Well, no, but they're just the same over and over and over again. No matter what I do. Well, that's because you're looking at it with a particular kind of attitude. The first thing that we have to get around is the fact that nothing is the same. Things are constantly changing. Even the thoughts that you have, whether you like them or not, they're in a cycle. Sometimes you have that thought, sometimes you don't. Right. You don't have the same thought over and over again. It's different thoughts. But it's but they repeat again and again, even the same exact thoughts. Okay. But you're using the word plural thoughts. It's not the same thought. It is, but there's like several there's like a hundred of them that are the same over and over again. And they cycle. All right. They all take but you turns. can only have. You can only have one of them at a time. Yes. One thought at a time. Okay, and so you're going through a cycle of a hundred different thoughts, not recognizing the uniqueness of each individual thought. Is they're not unique. I, yes, I they are. Them very individual. well. They're not unique. Well, let us say they're rehearsed. Yeah, they're not unique. They're, they're definitely not. They're repeating. Okay. And yet, um, let, us, let us say a major piece of music work, like um, a sonata or a concerto, every time the artist plays it, even though he's played it dozens and dozens of times in public, every time he plays it, it's different. Slightly different. Mine are not different. They're not. They're the, they're the same hundred thoughts that all take turns and repeat. Right. Let's go back to the symphony. Even though the audience will think that the symphony is exactly the same as it was the last time it was played, as if it were a recording, but even um, when you have vinyl uh, records, you probably had vinyl records when you were a child. Every time that vinyl record is uh, played, it deteriorates. And a great deal of money and expense was going into the price of turntables and how to not have the records deteriorate. Because every time they're displayed, it gets little scratches on it. And eventually, it's not worth playing. So every time the record is played, it's different. Oh, yeah, my thoughts are not different. They're like uh, the same thoughts that keep coming and going. Okay, all right. But I only so get what a few are we going seconds of reprieve from them. It's, that's not long enough. Well, you could have another reprieve. Yeah, but it's not, it's not long enough and there's okay. not enough. All right, okay. Um, well, we're going to get stuck then. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I am stuck. No, you and I are going to get stuck. Oh. We are going to get stuck. Because I keep saying something that I know for a fact that's true. I know for a fact that it's true because I see it on a regular basis. I see it both from the scientific and the physical as well as experiential. And I know that things are constantly changing. And you're trying to tell me, no, they don't. All right. So actually, if you if you want to know philosophically, this is the main reason why 90% of the people who 
actually know something about the Dhamma don't get any value out of it is because of this. Now, there's actually um, uh, much, many things in our society and our language and our culture that teaches us that things don't change. An example of that is original sin in Christianity. And in fact, all of Christianity and most religions is built, built upon that you need the grace of God or you need forgiveness or that you need something from the outside world because you're inherently broken. And you're going to stay broken. And so this is what they call original sin and that you need some outside help to get over it. And what happens then is exploitation. Is because the people who think that they need help and are crying for help will do much, many things in the name of getting that help. And the charlatans wind up taking them for a ride. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so people get the attitude that they that they can't change. If you can't change, then that means that things are permanent. And this goes in the direction of everlasting. But the teachings of the Buddha are basically founded upon the fact that you can change because everything is already changing all the time. And all we have to do is see that things are changing all the time. That in fact, in this conversation, things have been changing. The wind is blowing. The television got turned on. When Pue moved from the steps up to the porch, um, Panda Dog has now gotten up and is walking across the room. And I can see all of these things happening because of peripheral vision. And so I know that things are changing constantly. So when you kind, when you come up and tell me that you can't change, I know that you're just not looking at things closely enough to see if they are changing because and i've so already tried i've already tried and they just keep coming back repeating themselves all right um you're like the cook in the kitchen that doesn't want to cook anymore because every time she cooks there's trash there's garbage there's onion peel there's packaging, there's all kinds of things that get put into the trash. And all the real cook has to do is just take out the trash. But then she gets tired of taking out the trash, and so she doesn't want to do, take out the trash anymore, and now the kitchen is full of trash, and so she doesn't want to cook anymore because the kitchen is full of trash. And all she has to do is just take out some trash and clean it up. Yeah, but the if trash is going to build up again, it's just going to build up again and she take cooked, it out again. It generated five trillion tons of trash. Then, yeah, she would be reasonable and not wanting to cook. Mm -hmm. There'd be five trillion tons generated every time she cooked. OK, well, that's a bit grandiose. I don't know of any cook that has five trillion tons of trash. In fact, but I don't even think most lands maybe, maybe it doesn't work like other people's. It's a lot worse. Oh, now you're claiming special. Yeah, it's a lot worse than than most people's. Mine races a lot. Mine races a lot. I would say lot. offhand, you're quite average. I mean, I don't know how you know that. Because I'm the one inside uh, my head and it's racing. I, I would say that that's average because I have seen a lot of people behave that way. That in fact, um, election time is a good time to see how stupid people are because of the way they vote. And they won't change. Even though they have known, most of the Republicans have known that Donald Trump was a criminal and a crook and a liar and they knew that and especially the new yorkers they knew it all back in the 1990s but his fans began to see it and now it's more than obvious that he's a crook that he's a criminal and yet he still has people following him 
That shows how many stupid people there are. By the millions, there are stupid people. So you can't complain to me that you're new, unique. They're not unique. They're quite ordinary and average. But the teachings for the, of the Buddha are for not those average ordinary people that we have for those people. We have religions and doctors and psychologists and pharmace pharmaceuticals and all kinds of outside helps. But the teaching of the Buddha has to do with someone taking the attitude that they can change and then making that 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 change. Or in the case of the cook, she wants to cook. And so she knows that she's creating trash and garbage. So she takes it out. She throws it out. Then she cooks some more and then she takes out the trash again. But I don't know how to have the attitude of allowing my thoughts because we talked about that last time. And well, look at the fact that you don't like them. Let's I go like with them. that. I know you don't like them. Yeah. That's I don't know how to like them of, all of a sudden. I didn't ask you to like them. I'm asking you to see that you don't like them. I do see that. Okay. So recognize that you are in a state then of not liking. Yeah. Yeah, you go around not liking stuff a lot. You complain about it a lot. You don't like that trash that accumulates in the cook's kitchen. Mm -hmm. Okay, and since you don't like it, you don't really want to do anything about it. Because doing something about it means that you got to deal with it and you don't like it. And you don't want to deal with it. No, I try to remove. No, I try to remove them. It doesn't work. Well, it did when you did remove them. But only for a few seconds. That's not enough time. Well, that's all I'm asking. I'm only asking for a few seconds. But I'm asking for more. I know because you don't like them. Yeah, I know. They're really pointless or even detrimental. Well, you're the one who was judging them as judgmental, and you're the one who is judging them as pointless. Right, but I don't know how not to. I mean, it, that's the part I don't know how not to do. Well, let us do that right now, then. Okay. Let, us, let us talk about um, unicorns. Have you ever seen a, a picture of a unicorn? They actually don't exist. They're looking like uh, uh, beautiful little ponies with uh, a horn, right? So you can think about unicorns. You can put something new in your mind. So mm -hmm. now you can say, hello, little unicorn, and take a deep sigh. Just take a deep breath. And say, hello, unicorn. Hello, unicorn. All right. Now, guess what? You didn't have judgmental thoughts of, I don't like the unicorn right then, did you? Just no. for a few seconds, you yeah. were okay. Yeah. All right. That's all the practice is, is what we're doing right now. And you're making it a long-term kind of thing that you want a kitchen that never uh, develops any trash. Or just the Kitchens less, are not like that. Just not the same hundred thoughts on a cyclical repeat. Well, every time that you peel a tomato, you've got a tomato skin. Every time that you chop up an onion, you've got onion skin. Okay? Every time that you open a package, you've got the packaging. There is going to be life itself. And so the use of a kitchen, by definition, a kitchen is going to create garbage. The use of the kitchen creates garbage. The question is, are you tough and big and strong enough to just toss that garbage right out and start again? Never mind, start again. No, because I do, yes, because I do that, but it just comes right back, so no. Well, 
the garbage will come back as you use the kitchen. It comes back again. No kitchen is going to be uh, empty of garbage for long. But it comes back like five seconds later. Great. That gave you five seconds. But then I get frustrated and it's too much. It's repeating you too much. choose to get frustrated. These I don't choices. see how that's a choice. Well, I know that you don't see it how it's a choice is because you're um, you're in such a habit of doing it and it happens so fast that you don't recognize that this is just a habit. It's just a habit. And you allow that habit to continue on. Okay. It's, it's on, let's look at it like a security system in the front yard that you've installed a security system. And every time that an intruder or even a bird comes into the yard, those, um, the lights come on. And now you're sitting in the house hating the fact that the lights come on when in fact that's uh, a security system that you installed it. You intentionally wanted that security system to be there. And now it keeps coming on. which gives you then an opportunity to look out the window to make sure that things are safe. If you're in the dark, then you don't know. Okay, so if you look at it from like that, then, then these lights that come on or this garbage that's created in the kitchen, you, you installed that stuff as a child. And now that security system is going off over and over and over again, and you don't like it. But it's your choice as to whether to turn the security system off or not. And you don't want to turn it off. You want to leave it on. You do not want, in fact, for your, your life to become absolutely free from fear because you'll be dead very quickly because you'll go do something that an ordinary person would see was dangerous. But that's, in fact, one of the definitions of insanity is going and doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a new change. And people do that. They keep doing the same things over and over again, expecting uh, something new to happen. <clears throat> Instead of giving yourself congratulations for five seconds off. I mean, I do congratulate myself for that, but like you said, I'm lying to myself. Well, the lying to yourself is not seeing the reality that you did have five seconds off. That in fact, I, you're discounting that. That's the lie. The lie is, is that you can't change when the reality is, is that you've been changing all along. If the lights come on, the lights go off, the, um, uh, the trash builds up, you have to take it out. You don't like to take it out. You're um, I someone would else like to, to take do it, it out if it stayed out, but this is trash that jumps back it in. It doesn't stay out. The use of the kitchen creates more, carb more garbage. Well, then I'd rather not use the kitchen. That well. How are we going to commit suicide then? Well, I know I'd rather not use my mind. How do I not do that? Well, every time that you do something with the mind, then you can just forget about it and say, never mind. And throw it out. That's exactly what we do practice is just never mind. Start again. Yeah, but I do that a bunch of times a day, too. And it's no, that just makes me frustrated. Never mind, start again. I just did that five seconds ago. Okay. And then you get stuck into not liking the fact that you have to put in the right effort. You're the one who has to take the trash out. You're the one who has to take the right effort. And you don't like taking the right effort. No, because it's it doesn't work. It, it only did works work. for a few seconds. Yes, that's all we're asking for. That's not all I'm asking for. I know that's why you keep getting yourself disappointed. 
is because it's never enough. It's never enough. It's not good enough. And you're in that judgmental mind state that it's never good enough. In fact, that's what the things that you're seeing is the judgmental but thought. But then how do I get out of that? Seeing it and saying, okay, right now I'm not going to have judgmental thoughts. Right now I'm going to look at the body. I'm going to watch the body. I'm going to watch what's happening in the real world and come out of this artificial mind state that humans have created. That we live in our own mental world when in fact we've got a great big wide wonderful world that we could be paying attention to instead. Starting with the body, going with the sensations, over and over again. Why? Because you have been talking yourself into feeling bad all of these years. And so now you're pretty well stuck into feeling bad. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that means that you're now going to start practicing over and over and over again, giving yourself wholesome happy thoughts over and over and over again come back into the present moment and to take a rest from the thoughts and they'll come right back again sure but now at least you've had five seconds so you can also see hey i did have five seconds and i can have five more seconds taking another deep breath and coming into the present moment and start building some new habit. Start recognizing that you have many, many, many tiny little choices. Every time you pick something up, that's a choice. Every time you move your hands, that's a choice. But most, most of our choices is done on automatic pilot. Done by habit. And you're beginning to see your habits and you don't like them a bit. Why? Because not liking is one of your favorite habits. And so you don't want to change because it takes some effort to change. Or actually you're convincing yourself that you can't change. Which is where well, most of the world is. That's that's why businesses sell so many products is because people have the mentality that oh i'm not good enough without that product and i got to go buy it so that's one of the things you could try and i don't recommend it but you could go become a shopaholic that way at least you're thinking about the goods that are in the store thinking about wanting them rather than thinking about how bad your your thoughts are and how you feel about your thoughts. So finding something to distract you from the inside that you're doing is to interrupt that by using your eyes, using your ears, using your um, kinesthetic. Come into the moment, into the reality of the situation. I'm not even in the reality of the situation now because I'm still having thoughts while you're talking. While I was talking, you were listening. And as soon as I was quiet, that's when you started complaining again. No, uh, but I was having thoughts while you were talking. Right. But you were also listening. So there was a mixture. Yeah, but there shouldn't be a mixture. It should just be being present. Yes, I know. That's a rule that you made that there shouldn't, it shouldn't be the way that you don't want it to be. Instead of being able to enjoy the way things are, you're wanting it to be different and you can't make it different. So yeah, I can't enjoy victimized. the way things are because I can't even be present. I'm still thinking even when stuff's happening. Well, then see that and remember that you can take the effort to pay attention to what's going on and not listening to the thought. No, I don't know how to do that. Well, you are doing it already. You're listening to me right now. 
I just said the word right now. Did you hear the word right now? Yeah. You hear the word right now? You can hear that word right now. So you are not 100% of the time stuck in the internal. That a few mind moments get into the senses. But not very much. Uh -huh, there you go again. You're always looking for the worst aspect. You're trying to convince me that you're broken and you can't convince me that you're broken. Okay. <laughs> okay. But there's a difference between the hardware and the software. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're confused about the difference between the hardware and the software. The software can be changed. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. it just really doesn't seem like it. Well, you did seem like it for five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so congratulate yourself for five seconds. I do, but that's so lame and empty. No, I do. I can. All right. Congratulations. Saying, yes, I can. You but don't want I, to do it. You. I don't get what that's you're... supposed to do. What is what is fake congratulating myself supposed to achieve? Because it, it's annoying how Why I don't you do myself? a real congratulation. Why does it have to be How a fake? How do I do a real? It's not real. I, I'm not really happy about it. I'm not actually happy. So I don't like having to lie to myself. It's weird. Well, why don't you begin to find some happiness and some congratulations in the little successes? Why do you have to have a great big success? You can have a little success. And feel a little, little successful. But it's too little. So no, I can't. It's it's too little. Yeah. Right? All right. Well, guess what? It's big enough to can see it. It's big enough to allow it to be there for a little while. And then you can go do it again for a little while. That you're wanting great big changes and you're not seeing great big changes and so you're saying i can't change when in fact you're constantly in change you're constantly moving just a little bit and you're not willing to see the little changes because you want great big ones well yeah because the little ones are too little it don't make a difference. And so you and so you would rather not have one at all because they're too little. You would now are saying that oh poor me, I can't have any at all because everyone that I do have is too little. Well yeah, because it doesn't matter. Because the little ones are too little, so it doesn't matter. Well, where are we going to go with this? I mean I don't my, the Dhamma is small. The Dhamma is simple. There's not much to it. Even the Buddha said he only teaches one thing, Dukkha, Dukkha, Naroda. And instead of going from seeing the Dukkha and then coming out of it, you want to complain about the Dukkha, which is just more Dukkha. That's the typical way of doing it. Dukkha, 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 more Dukkha. I see the Dukkha. I hate the Dukkha. And that's not the teaching of the Buddha. The Buddha is to see the Dukkha and stop it, to come out of it. To don't put your foot there, move your footstep and put it someplace where you're not going to step in a pile of crap. I do, but it just slides back into the crap. I do, but. Okay, so let's change that sentence with I do and I can do it again. Okay, but then it's just only another five seconds. Okay, and you can do it again and get another five seconds. So now we've got 15 seconds. Then you can do it again, and now you've got 20 seconds. Now, is that 20 seconds going to be spread over six months, or is it going to be spread over five minutes? Yeah. That you're know. wanting things to be different rather than accepting 
that you can at least get some reprieve for five seconds. Taking one breath at a time and let this breath be good enough. Just one breath. Can you have one breath and have it good enough? Yes. Okay. So, can you take another breath and have it be good enough? Yes. Okay. Can you take another breath? and have it be good enough. Okay. Okay. Can you remind yourself to take another breath and let that feel good enough? Yes. Okay, can you remind yourself again to take a deep breath and let that be good enough? Okay. All right, so now we're beginning to practice correctly, which is a big change from the past 30 minutes we've been talking to where everything that I ask you to try you keep saying, oh, and I can't, or, oh, it's not good enough. Okay, but now you've just proven to yourself that you can take a breath and let it be good enough. Yeah, like sometimes. So let's do it again. Let's do it again. Take a deep breath and let it be good enough. It's keeping you alive. You're still alive. You're taking some breathing. Then remind yourself again to take a deep breath and just let it be. It's good enough. Then remind yourself again to take another deep breath and let that one too be good enough. And now, remind yourself again to take a deep breath and let that be good enough. Then remind yourself again to take another deep breath and let it be good enough. Go ahead, take another deep breath. Allow yourself to take a deep breath. Good enough. Now remind yourself again, take a deep breath and let it be good enough. And now take a deep breath and congratulate yourself for you can take a deep breath and feel good enough. You can actually okay. smile. Go ahead and smile. Allow yourself to smile with the joy of knowing that you can take a good deep breath and feel good enough. Okay. 
good enough, satisfying enough, just enough, not special, not super duper, just adequate, satisfying. So remind yourself again to take a deep breath. And recognize that you can do this, so you do it again. I can do this. And so you remember to take another deep breath. Go ahead, take another deep breath. And let this one too be good enough. And now let the eyes gently close, and then just take another deep breath, and let that one too be good enough. And feel it on the inside, how good it feels. And remember to take another deep breath. But there's other thoughts. It's not just about the breath. Why did you interrupt it? Never mind. Just remember to take another deep breath. Because it's not. You this, go back and don't go into that large chair. It's thinking other thoughts. There's other thoughts. I hear too. you're complaining. It's not good enough. So remember to take another deep breath. Go ahead and take another deep breath. Close your eyes and just take another deep breath. And let this one be good enough. It's not good enough. Well, that's because you're deciding that it's not good enough. Because there's other thoughts. That's why. Well, don't pay any attention to them. Just remember to come back and take another deep breath. Because when you are thinking about a deep breath, those thoughts are not there. It's only they come back when you're not thinking about taking a deep breath and being satisfied with it. So let's continue to do that over and over again, knowing that the thoughts are going to try to come back in as they normally do. But you're going to sit here and take another deep breath anyway. And be satisfied with this deep breath. So let the eyes gently close and take another deep breath. Now remember to take another deep breath. Now as you breathe in, notice the chest area, how it fills up with air as you're breathing in. And as you breathe out, notice that the chest collapses just a little bit. Begin to pay attention to the breathing and let it be okay. It's satisfying. Good enough. Deep breath.
Remember to take another deep breath. Just take it in and notice the chest area and notice as you're breathing in the rising and falling. And now as you're breathing in, notice the body touching the cloth of your clothing. Notice the posture of the body. Notice where the legs are. Notice where the hands are. Notice that you have your head tilted high in the air. You can even relax the neck. Just relax. But I'm thinking all these other thoughts. Instead of being but focused are, on the breath. We've already established that. We established that the first day, and you've reestablished it every time that you've called, and you've reestablished it more than a dozen times here today. We know that. Never mind. Remember to take another deep breath right now. Just take another deep breath. Be here with the body. And remember to take another deep breath. And now you can begin to have the thought that while I'm breathing like this, everything is okay. But this breath is satisfying and everything is okay. No problems, no worries while I'm taking a deep breath. Everything is okay right now. Remember to take another deep breath. Breath is refreshing and energizing. You feel vibrantly alive. You have the feeling that you can handle anything, even all of those thoughts that come in. Never mind, I can just sit here and have a deep breath. Watch the body. Notice the posture. Notice the rising and the falling. Breathing in and breathing out. <clears throat> so natural. So good. Just to watch the body breathe. Sitting there with no problems. Nothing to do and no place to go. And just watch the breathing. Be joyful for just a moment. Everything is okay right now. Everything is fine. And remember to take another deep breath. Let this one be refreshing. Let this breath be nourishing. So that you begin to feel tingly alive. Allow the body to become alive and alert, open to sensory input. Feel the touch of the cloth. Feel the sitting on the chair. Know where your feet are, hands are. 
give yourself permission to just relax, just relax. No worries about the thoughts, just relax. Remember to take another deep breath. Wow, this is a good one. Oh, this feels so good. So relaxing. So vitalizing. And so now when you're ready, let the eyes drift open. Let a smile come on your face. Recognizing that you can do this, if you remember. Let's practice this over and over again. We've been doing this for about 10 minutes, a little bit longer than 10 minutes. And that's all you need is just 10 minutes, several times a day. And then go off and complain all you want to. Okay. But for 10 minutes, practice this breathing. Remember to take a deep breath and be here with the body. Having the thoughts paying attention to the body, how the air feels, how the rise, how the fall, how the touch of the cloth, the posture of the sitting. Just practice that. Don't worry about the thoughts. Don't try to make a change. The change that you're making is to remember to take a long, deep breath. So it'd be good if you actually, we've got this tape recorded, or this video recorded. We don't use tape anymore. And play this a couple of times a day. Fast forward up until this exercise that we played. And just listen to it. And remind yourself over and over again to take a nice, long, deep breath. Okay. This is the way to get started. Instead of complaining about what's not good enough, let this be good enough. Okay. Okay. All right. You think you can do this? Yes. Because we done it one time. You can get the, uh, the video recording out and fast forward to the place where we did this about 30 minutes in. Yeah, you can do this. I know you can. Here, how hard you try to convince me that you're, you can't do it. I know you can do it. I just saw you do it. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so do this two, three, four, five, six times a day. And the rest of the time, don't worry about anything. Don't worry about, oh, I'm not good enough. That throughout the day, you can say, oh, well, I'll go get relaxed in the, uh, later when I, when I practice. Okay. Okay. It's getting you established in a practice. And so I've given you this little guided meditation today for you to do this over and over again. Guide your way through this until you can remember yourself. To take that deep breath. Okay. Okay. Wow, this is marvelous. You're, have you noticed that now you're no longer complaining? Oh, poor me, I can't do it. I mean, those thoughts are there. No, right now you're not. Just this little exercise and look how you've calmed down. So even after we're not doing it, you're not back into bitching and moaning again. Mm -hmm. Right now you're okay. Yeah. Congratulations. You're okay right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulate yourself. You're it's okay fake. right that's, now. Uh, uh, that's fake. I don't like lying to myself. Well, it's not fake. You just did it. You just I don't did feel it. like. I watched you. Okay, when congratulations, you me. That doesn't make me feel happy. Well, it makes you feel successful. Doesn't make me feel successful. It makes me feel like I'm lying to myself. All right. Well, now you're back into it. I just saw you flip. Yeah, because congratulating myself is lying to myself. Well, then find a better word for you to be satisfied. Then, okay. in fact, there's a rule in there someplace. It says thou shalt not congratulate yourself. Those are the rules that you have. And you can dispense with those rules for a little while and just pay attention to your breathing. I saw you do it. I can congratulate you because I saw you do it. You're reluctant to congratulate yourself because ain't nothing good enough for you. Mm -hmm. So you practice deep breathing and letting it be good enough. This breath is good enough. Yeah, I know that you can complain. You've been complaining for many, many years. You're really excellent at complaining. I congratulate you for how big a wonderful complainer you are. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow, I got one in. <laughs> so now you can just sit and relax. And allow yourself to know that you can relax. We just did it for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Do it again. Go practice this now several times a day for two or three days and then give me a call again to tell me how good you feel. Okay. Okay. We'll see you later then. Thank you.